Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. <laughs> okay. Made me wait on that one. <laughs> Bit rude. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you? Uh, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of I Miss You, Man. Um, oh, my goodness, Lonnie. I was going to tell everyone what the show's about, but I've plum forgotten. Can you remind me? Okay, I'll, I'll rack my brains. Um, okay, I think it is. You and me. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's us. We talk about... I agree, yeah. We talk about topics. Yes. They can be a very small number of topics, or is it everything? I think... No, I think it's everything. Okay. Um, Starting at like life. life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, life. Agreed. Uh-huh. Culture. I'm thinking something culture. The, the pop kind of culture. Pop culture, yeah, yeah, for sure, sure, yeah. Just yeah. those two things. I think everything in between. Those. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that then... was a bit. Wasn't it? <laughs> one person takes the other one on a journey through that topic. I think. <laughs> I think you're spot on, mate. I think you're spot on. Oh, wonderful. And who's um, who's in charge this time? Uh, it's me. Okay. And it's a it's a bloody intervention, Lonnie. <laughs> We're going to have a big old discussion today. Lonnie, we're getting right into it. Why do you hate Star Wars? I don't hate Star Wars, too. You don't hate Star Wars. So, when I've been saying, watch Book of Boba Fett, watch Book of Boba Fett, watch Book of Boba Fett, and you're just like, nah. <laughs> Boba Fett, Why won't ne- you watch he's it? never grabbed me as a character. Yeah, but now is his chance to grab you in his own show. Yeah, but then everyone I've spoken to has watched it, didn't like it. <laughs> That's you, Lauren, oh. Sanae, and then you came to me about halfway through the season and you're like, oh yeah, it's not good, because the best episode of the season was the one he wasn't in. The two best, yeah. I don't understand that, Dylan. So what happened? There's a regular show and then they just did like Mandalorian 2.5 for a couple yeah. of episodes. Yeah, and it's the thing is, it's really important. Mandalorian shit. Like, it's really important to the plot. Well, you know what? Last night, I knew you were going to come and try and talk about this today. I was like, should I watch at least some Boba Fett? And then I was like, I'll watch some Brooklyn Nine-Nine instead. (laughs) Wow! It's called self-care, Dylan. (laughs) Wow. Very rough. Okay, but the show had ups and downs, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I it's would fine. say, yeah. yeah, it's fine. Probably a good, uh, probably a good six out of ten. Mm. As I said to you, I think I messaged this to you. Like the best parts, I assume a lot of people's favorite parts is when they brought in a character from the Clone Wars into live action for the first time. Mm. Just Cad Bane. Okay, 
So, so that really elevated it to me, for me personally, because I love Cad Bane. But so. is it good because there's a character you recognise? Is that the idea there? Yeah, I'm happy to see a character I like again. You know yeah. what? That's okay, I suppose. But and plus, I, plus, I thought he was dead. I thought he oh, was dead. Okay. No, no, you know but what? he wasn't. So was that? Was it fan service or was it just like? I mean, they you, do have you... a history together. Okay. Him and Boba Fett. Right. It's not just out of nowhere. So, yeah, so story purpose. Hmm. And I like their final duel that they have, and he did get stabbed. So now he, I think he is dead. But... <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. No one's ever dead in Star Wars. Are That's they? true. Just to, yeah, they'll they'll find some way to bring it back. Especially now that they're like, yeah, you can just have robot parts. Mm. And we'll fix you up. Yeah. Cool. I do love Star Wars, Dylan. I love the original movies. The prequels well, came out when we were kids, so like we've all got a bit of a soft spot Lonnie, for them. Lonnie, were you not quoted as saying they should have just stopped after the first Star Wars? <laughs> I believe I have said that in the past. And you stand by? I'm right. I mean, I'm not wrong, am I? You are wrong, Lonnie. You're wrong. Well, I think my the context of my quote is that everything that comes after that doesn't get better than the first Star Wars. It is like it's one of the best films ever made. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. So like if they had just stopped there, that would have been fine. We would still have Star Wars, you know? And we wouldn't have yeah. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> so I love that everyone hates the sequel movies more than the prequels now. Prequels <laughs> get some bloody breathing room and some respect nowadays. <laughs> They're not good though, Dylan. I mean, oh, let's stop. face it. How dare you? <laughs> I, and I, I like some of the sequels. Ooh. I like Force okay. Awakens. I thought it was quite terrific. And I like parts of The Last Jedi. Yeah, same. I like some bits, but not mm. definitely not all of it. Mm-hmm. And then I hate all the bits that would... Rise of Skywalker, nothing going for it, unfortunately. This is garbage, isn't it? Yeah. I've not seen it after the first time. I've, I, maybe I, maybe it gets better on a second viewing, but I doubt it. I don't know. It doesn't. Okay. <laughs> all right. You Thanks for that. It does not get better, Lonnie. Mandalorian, I liked the first season. Yes. Second season, I wasn't as into. Now, why is that? I think it was just a little bit... It was just a bit samey, just a bit more of the same. And it just became the bloody bloody Clone Wars <laughs> debuts of characters and stuff show. And it, it felt a bit like we're setting up characters for other shows. And yeah, it was just like, you know, Mando turns up and these people are mean to him and then he helps them out and they thank him and then he does it again and again. Yeah. But they're very well done, though. Don't, don't get me wrong. And I love Baby Yoda. Can't go, can't go past. Grogu. Baby Yoda, yeah. His name's Grogu. It's Lonnie. Baby Yoda. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like some of the games. I've said this to you, that I'd come back in a heartbeat for more Kyle Katarn you d- stuff. <laughs> you do love it, don't you? Yeah. I love Jedi Outcast. Bloody mm-hmm. hell. Jedi Academy, uh, I'd also like, but... Yeah. Less exciting, but yeah. I I bought the Jedi Outcasts on PS4. I haven't played them yet. Yeah. It's bloody great Star Wars content, mate. Yeah, I'll give them a go. Um, 
You like Fallen Order as well, don't you? I haven't played it. Oh, yeah. But I think I would like it, wouldn't I? Yeah, of course, mate. Of course. But it is also one of your gripes that, like, uh, <laughs> how many Jedi survived after Order 66 on their own planets? Am I wrong? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's about a Jedi who survived Order 66. No, am I wrong with my complaint? Oh, no. It's a valid concern, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it's a fair enough point, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It does seem to be a lot. What's the um the lightsaber play like, though? Pretty solid? Any mean? Like, is a good lightsaber movement and you can kill people and chop arms off and stuff? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, nice. I think you can only chop creatures and stuff in half. Actual people, I don't think it chops off any limbs. I think they had to take that out. Disney said no. Hmm. Not on. Disappointing. It's not how lightsabers work. <laughs> Literally cutting off arms all the time in the series. Oh, yeah, like once a movie. <laughs> you hear that quote? I, I, I'm pretty sure it's true. Maybe someone asked George Lucas, like, what the the metaphorical, like, the significance of people getting their arms chopped off of was in the yeah. movies. And he's like, there's no deeper meaning. It's a natural consequence of swordplay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I think that I think it was religious. Maybe it was someone else. <laughs> I was. It sounds like something you'd say. <laughs> so why do you love Star Wars so much? Well, <laughs> it's not that I love it so much. I don't know because I like good movies and I like cheesy bad movies, and they're all that Star Wars is. That, that's a it's a valid yeah. It's one or the other, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Have you how much have you delved into the wider EU? Of Star Wars. The non-canon EU. Or, or anything that's not the main movies. Oh, yeah. I've gone as far as the animated shows. Clone Wars said heaps of times. Some of the best Star Wars content you'll ever see. Yeah. <laughs> so why doesn't that interest you? Can I ask? Well, again, there's, there's a lot of it, right? Yeah, seven seasons, yeah. So do you go from where to go? Or do you do what I've seen like people like Mr. Sunday and Meso do on Weekly Planet or on Caravan of Garbage? They've picked like some certain story arcs just to watch? Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, some of them... Like, it's not a perfect show. Yeah. <laughs> There's bad episodes, same mm. as any other show for the most part. Uh, anything to do with Jar Jar, just don't want it. Just, okay. just move past that. <laughs> And that's coming from someone who doesn't mind Jar Jar, so. But no, great stuff, mate. There's some of the most imaginative, crazy stuff in it. Like, they bloody go to, like, a planet that has, like, the embodiments of the light and dark side, and Anakin has to bring balance to them. It's it's madness. That's pretty wild. Yeah. And he gets, like, this premonition, the dark side embodiment. Uh, I think he's called the Brother or something. He, like, shows him his future as Darth Vader. Mm. And he just freaks the fuck out. <laughs> He's like, I've become a monster. It's awesome. Well, I think that's my thing, is that my favourite character growing up was Luke Skywalker. So, so a lot it of this other... mine. A lot of the other stuff doesn't really, you know, have much Luke in it, so... It's true. And that's why you need to watch Book of Boba Fett. What are you... It's got Luke in it. Yeah, but it's from what I've seen though, it's all CGI. 
Yeah, it's is it what weird? They're gonna do Uncanny Valley. No, I think it's probably the closest anyone's come to getting past that. Okay, like it looks really good. Yeah, why not recast him though? I mean, yes. <laughs> it's <laughs> but also I mean, it's what? a weird yeah it's a weird thing because you can cast people that are their younger selves that you've never seen before, but we've seen old Mark Hamill young. We know what he looks like. Mm. So casting someone else in it's going to have a weird disconnect. You know what I mean? No, that's fine. It's been five years from Return of the Jedi. Mark Hamill's going to turn into Sebastian Stan. Mm. You know? Mm. So if they have to have Luke in it, this is fine. Like I would have preferred at the end of season two of The Mandalorian if he was just hooded the whole time. Because um, the voice they did is pretty spot on from like feeding it into an AI machine or whatever they do. Mm. It's creepy what they can do nowadays. Yeah, I remember that people talking about this, like my, my lecturers at university talking about this, like within a decade or two, you can have completely CGI human characters and you won't notice it. And I might have mentioned this on the podcast before, maybe, maybe with you, maybe with Sine, but like that is kind of weird because potentially devaluing the work of an actor and removing them from the film production line. Well, it's it's a weird thing because in Book of Boba Fett, like Mark Hamill still gets credited right. as starring in it, but he, as far as from what I've heard about behind the scenes, he doesn't do anything. Like no. it's a CGI face with a stand-in that's not him and the voice is produced by an AI from old, his old voice clips. So... So it's his likeness that is being credited, yeah, basically. Yeah, he's getting credited for that. That's that's strange, isn't it? It is very strange. Yeah. And, like, for a lot of it, it's like, so you can be just a hot person who signs your likeness away, like, and that's acting now? That doesn't seem right. But yeah. the one thing I was like, uh, give, me, give me pause, it was like, we can stop doing such dangerous things on film sets. Like, think of a scene with a massive fire or, oh, yeah. you know, with guns and things, you could just yeah. plonk in the CGI person rather than risking someone's life, which are like, yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah, like, say what you will about practical effects and how they look better and that, they're also riskier. Totally. And, you know, I love movies more than anything. We shouldn't risk someone's life to make a movie, <laughs> which and no one should ever be at risk on set, you know, in, in all sorts of ways to make a movie. Like, it's, it's, we can do it safely. Let's do it safely. Exactly. What a hot take, Lonnie. I don't condone riskiness. <laughs> you don't condone it. Why would you? Um, well, what about the spin-offs, Lonnie? The spin-off movies. Solo and Rogue One. They're not good. Sorry. <laughs> They're not Lord, good. No. Solo has some nice action bits and some nice performances like Amelia Clark, Woody Harrelson was fun. Um, he's not Han Solo though, unfortunately. So, Wow, really? I thought yeah. he was great as Han Solo. <laughs> Han, rather. Han. Um, and old Paul. Young Lando. All for that. Donald Glover. Donald Glover. <laughs> I could do more, more of him, to be honest. The bit that I just can't get past and... If Sinead was here, she'd be screaming about it, Dylan. Okay. When they name him. Uh, okay, that is bad. <laughs> Everyone knows it's bad. Oh, you're on your own. 
You're a solo, are you? Okay, then. That's your last name now, forever. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I know good. that's bad. Okay. Just have it be his name. It's Doesn't already have, have deeper meaning behind it. Well, it's already significant. Like he is a character who is by himself. Like, that's kind of the fun of his name, you know. Yeah. Can you hear the rain? <laughs> I can't control uh, the weather, Bill. I can't control the weather. <laughs> you can't. You can't. I can't control the fact that the roofs here are quite loud. It's corrugated iron roofs. Mm. <laughs> Classics. Uh, and Rogue One, what's your problem? I have huge problems with that film. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry, Dylan. Get into it. So, not huge problems. It's 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 well, well shot and nice action. I feel like the main character just didn't really get what she was doing about anything most of the time. And... Yeah. I think I mentioned this on my podcast at the time, so you can go back and listen to my hot initial thoughts back then, right? On, I don't like you in movies. I like, in the original Star Wars, that the Empire built the Death Star, a planet-killing machine, right? Yeah. And they were so arrogant, they didn't think there was anything wrong with it. And then they analyze the plans, and they're like, oh my god, there's a tiny little crack in there, which they haven't even thought about, because they don't think anyone would ever even attempt such a, an attack. Okay? And then they send the rebels up there in their X-Wings to exploit that with their little proton torpedoes into the exhausts or whatever. Yes. Right? They all try, and Luke tries several times as well, and he can't do it with the machine. So it's not really a flaw at all. It is just that is it's impossible until Luke uses the Force. He puts away the computer. And he trusts himself, and Ben's voice comes over and tells him to use the Force. And that's when he gets the proton torpedo into the exhaust fume or whatever. And then it, then it destroys the Death Star, right? Yeah. It is one of the best moments in film history. It's a classic thing. It's only by chance that Luke Skywalker was there and he's still finding out his powers and did it, right? It is a great journey from him from being the farm boy at the beginning of the film that has no future to then, you know, destroying or leaning a massive blow against the Empire and Death Star, right? Rogue One changes all that. They make it out like it was all planned and then that little flaw in the design was put there so that maybe some day the Rebels would go in and, and exploit it. It just doesn't sit right with me that they had to go fix this plot hole. It wasn't a plot hole, Dylan. It's the plot of the first movie. <laughs> so I You're guess so my bad. my issue is philosophical more than anything. Wow. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. Also, at the end, Darth Vader comes in and oh. just slays some bitches. <laughs> Yeah, Should I say that sure. word? Is that yeah. appropriate to say? Yeah, hell yeah. They were bitches. They were getting cut in half. They were getting <laughs> choked. Like like whiny little bitches, not like... Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what I meant. Yeah. I've got a bit of an issue with that because Ooh. the point of Darth Vader is that he gets redeemed, right? That he goes evil, kills younglings and whatnot. And yeah. then at the end of the series, he becomes good again and saves his son. He's inspired by his son, the best bloke yeah. in the world. He, he kills the Emperor. The Emperor should be dead forever because of that, whatever. Then this other film comes along and it's like, let's go revel in him being evil. Yeah. But his arc is that he gets redeemed. I'm not really sure I'm, I'm too into like 
standing up and cheering for him being evil. That's just a... I don't know about that. Oh, okay. Disagree. I like seeing a cool bad Vader. I think the the point is, like, the more evil you make him, like, it'll be a bigger deal when he turns back to the light. You know I mean, what I mean? That's, that's that a person true. so evil can be redeemed. I guess maybe it's a little bit in the the intention and the direction of that scene. I kind of, at least in, in the moment I watched it originally, it was like, we should all be reveling in him coming in and killing people now. And it should be yeah. like, stand up and cheer. When maybe it should be more tragic that this guy that we know, we saw him as a kid, we love him as a little boy, and then he goes evil. Oh. It should be so more tragic. It should that have been played a bit more emotionally. Potentially, and then we know that eventually he'll come back to the good side. But Wow, okay. But Interesting. On the other hand, it is like he's an evil villain, so seeing him I mean, evil yeah. stuff isn't that bad, I suppose. Yeah. One of cinema's most famous villains. Mm. So, but, so you're, you're into both those spin-off movies? Yeah, I like them enough. I mean, it's it's been said on the internet before about Rogue One. If you just cut off that last bit, that last 40 minutes or whatever, mm. where they actually go to invade the tower on that planet, um, if that was just like a short on Disney+, Plus, like a, a special on Disney+, Plus, it'd be amazing. Yeah. Just didn't need all that stuff beforehand. There's there's so much waiting around in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, I think think the end of it is pretty great. Okay. It's pretty great. Oh. It is a pretty brave choice to kill them off. Oh, yeah, for sure. Are you keen for the Andor series? <laughs> no, not really. Like, what's the appeal? How did that happen? I don't, don't know what's going on there at all. It's been it's been over years. That's one I might struggle to watch. <laughs> I can't no. watch it to you. Watch this now, though. We'll, we'll talk shit about it. Then it'll probably be the best one <laughs> when it gets released. Possibly, yeah. Probably not. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Have you delved into the books, Dylan? No, I haven't read any books, haven't read any comics. I'm pretty much limited to TV shows, games, and movies. Mm -hmm. I have... um read a few books so when i was a kid we used to go to the gold coast for um christmas or holidays and there was a second-hand bookstore there and they would always have star wars books that i would 
get them up. Yeah, okay. That's good as a kid. That was yeah. that was the old. I guess what's it called? Legacies now. So none of it actually. Is yeah. Canon, but whatever. Yeah. Something like that. Um. Also, I read a bunch of books when I was little as well that were more like aimed at you know twelve year old like preteen sort of thing, and they were mainly about. Um, first of all, they're about Obi Wan being trained by Qui Gon. So, yes. Do you remember I those Jedi Apprentice? I think yeah. they were called. Yeah. And then there was a second follow-up series where it was Obi-Wan training Anakin, which was less exciting to me. Oh, I didn't, no, I didn't know about that one. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. And actually, do you want me to say the one second, Dylan? Say the one second. Okay. All right. Hello. Can you just keep that in? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my thing, Dylan. I've actually got a few Star Wars books here. Yeah. That I got really cheap at like an op shop once. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, so I'm going to show them to you. I think you'll like one of them especially, okay? Okay. I haven't read them yet, unfortunately, but I will get to them because they sound quite cool. Okay. First one's called Shadow Games. Just the legends ones. These are all legends. These are all legends. Canon. Canon. No, ah, okay. um, let me see. Because there's some books that are canon. That was from 2011, so it'll have to be. Yo, this canon. one has um, Ash Rendar in it. Remember him? Oh, yeah, from Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. One of the most underrated Nintendo 64 games, I reckon. I like it, yeah. Oh, that was really fun. So, yeah. That's what it's about. It's it's Ash Rendar's playing it, and Prince Zizor is in there, causing trouble. Ah, uh, yeah, that was like their big like kind of multimedia project before Phantom Menace. That was between Return of the Jedi and Phantom Menace. Yeah, they did like this whole Shadows of the Empire. They did stuff. a book, a game, maybe some comics and other stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was kind of like a, a Star Wars sequel or prequel before yeah, there was, was one. Yeah, like a big event. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mr. Sunday Movies has a great video about that on his channel. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, yeah, that's how I know about it. Oh, there you go. Next one is called Death Troopers. Okay. Is that a Rogue One tie-in or no? I don't think so. Because they do have actual Death Troopers. They're the the, the black colour ones with the shoulder guards. Oh, right. Yeah. No, this is from 2009, so it must have been before them. Okay. But it's... Yeah, it's like... A virus goes through a, a ship or something? I haven't read it yet. Oh, I don't know if it's any good. It might be bad. So it's like a zombie sort of thing. Could be, yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, but the last one, Dylan, which is the main one I, I wanted to get when I saw it there. And they were all... There was like, a, there was like 20. There was so many. I was like, I'll just get a couple. See what's good. I think you'll like it. Let me show you. Okay. Oh, hello. It's Kenobi. What's going on there? So I was, I'm hoping to read this before the um, Kenobi series. series comes out. I think it is pretty much what they're going for in the series. Really? I think, I think it's pretty close, yeah. So he meets up with Anakin again? and I don't know about that, later. but he's like, he's drawn into a fight between sand people on Tatooine. 
I think it's we pretty much like a... We sympathise with now, Lonnie. Yeah, we, we like that, do sympathise with the yeah. same people okay. after Book of Boba Fett. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think it's like he's pretty much, you know, a Western, basically, by the sounds of it. So I'm keen well, for reading this You know what? One. You know what? That's what's great about Star Wars. Any genre can fit into Star Wars. Mm. It's great. It's very malleable. It is. I, I think that could be something they lean into more in Star Wars. Well, I think they have been, pretty mm. much. Doing, like, westerns and stuff with bloody Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. It's great. Doing war films. Rogue One. Mm-hmm. So, where do you see the future of Star Wars heading? Are they are they doing movies anymore? Are any movies upcoming? Or is it basically all series? Well, from, from what I can remember, right, of, of Star Wars over the last few years... They've been organising or planning for all these spin-off series. They wanted to get away from just having, you know, episode one, two, three, and a nine. Yeah, of course. And they talked about getting Ryan Johnson to go make his own trilogy. But, like, if I was Ryan Johnson, I could make a Star Wars film or trilogy that everyone's going to hate and get mad at me about. Or I could make more Knives Out films, which everyone loves and are fun to make with, you know, Pendle Craig and a cool cast. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely doing the second every day of the week. Yeah, for sure. Um, and also, you have to wonder, given what happened with The Last Jedi, would Disney want to go down that path again? Maybe they should, but yeah. But also, weren't the guys from Game of Thrones coming to do some Star Wars stuff and then they sort of yeah. got sacked before it actually got off the ground? Yeah, I think, yeah, after Game of Thrones last season, I think they sacked them. That's, that's pretty rough, eh? But isn't there talk of Taika Waititi and Kevin Feige coming over and doing some Star Wars stuff? Uh, I don't know if anything's been confirmed yet, but yeah. I have heard that. And yeah. who knows? It could be like Kevin Feige has a very offhands, you know, he just sort of guides them at the very beginning or they bring in other people and he just consults with them. Like, that could be... Sure. you think he'd have his hands full with... Marvel, wouldn't you? Yeah, just running Marvel, the empire that is Marvel. Yeah, he he doesn't just make movies. He's like kind of on top of all of the screen franchises and in these days. Yeah, he's in charge of the shows as well. Mm. And also Taika Waititi, I would imagine he's pretty busy with all his movies that he's both starring in and making. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I don't think it's such a bad thing though for Star Wars to have a bit of a break. How do you mean? What 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 would a break look like to you, Lonnie? Well, when did the last one come out? Twenty nineteen, right? The movie. Rise Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think if a movie comes out, maybe next year or the year after, people might have forgotten a bit about that movie being so bad. There could be some goodwill built up by the Mandalorian. I don't know. I feel like in historically, Star Wars was a movie every couple of years with big gaps in between. You know, from the first second to the third trilogy. Yeah. I think that might be okay. I think people might need a bit of a break and they'll come back to it. Fair enough. What What are your thoughts? Yeah. What would you do if you were handed the keys to Star Wars tomorrow? I mean, I don't know. I, I just love Star Wars. Star Wars. I can't get <laughs> enough of it, mate. It's too good. Would you go down the Marvel route of having multiple films a year and having a big, you know, cinematic universe and franchises? No. and No? 
No, nah, pr- probably, yeah, movie once every two years is fine with series in between. Okay. I'd cop that. Both animated and live action, obviously. Keeping animated busy. Would you want to go down the path of setting something way before or way after oh, the main yes, series? Oh, yes, Republic stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I think that'd be a great animated series. Mm-hmm. You could do like the crazy Sith Wars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Be awesome. Have you played Knights of the Old Republic? I've played one the first two? one all the way through, and I've played about half the second one. Yeah, I played both of them. Mm. And you can still buy them on Xbox. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, they're Fucking good, aren't they're they? Great. Some of the best. Um, I think they are doing something, Old Republic. I that does ring a bell. It's a game. Yeah. Or if it's... I know they're remaking Knights of the Old Republic, but I don't know if they're doing a show and a movie as well. I see. Hey, I'll take any of it. It's great stuff. <laughs> it's good. And you know what? We we don't really have any media between episodes one and two. That's a big gap. Ten years. Mm-hmm. What about I'd be a... happy to look in on some training with Anakin and Obi-Wan? Yeah, I'd be keen for that. What about some more Qui-Gon content? Ooh, how so? Like akin to those books? Those Jedi Apprentice books? Yeah. Making a really young Obi Wan now, boy, oh boy. Well, that was the kind of the, the fun stuff about that series that I read as a kid. Some of yeah. the big plot points I remember was Obi Wan like quitting Jedi for a bit, yeah, and Qui Gon had like an old apprentice who went evil. Good stuff. Yeah, it's that's crazy. He had an evil apprentice and an evil master. Isn't that strange? Mm. What's the common denominator there? <laughs> <laughs> Spent enough time with Qui-Gon, he turned evil. <laughs> and who did he find on Tatooine? The most evil guy ever. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Bit of a magnet in a way, yeah. isn't he? Poor guy. No, well, he's still one of the best Jedi. Liam Neeson. Can't go wrong. Yeah, I, I saw a trailer the other day for a Liam Neeson film. He looks so bored. It's just old man action. That's yeah. all he's doing. <laughs> like, do something else, mate. Yeah, I know. Get some drama rolls going. Yeah, get into rom-com or something. Yeah, why not? Guess oh, he likes man. it. He's probably... He knows what he's doing, getting paid. It's yeah. consistent pay, too. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you? Hmm. Yeah, Star Wars. Good stuff. I like Star Wars, Dylan. I, 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 sometimes I, I make it a bit funny to just to kneel you a little bit, but... Yeah. I don't know, Lonnie. <laughs> You really don't want to watch Book of Boba Fett. Which episodes are they of the series? I'll watch the, I'll watch the two good ones. You can't watch them out of context. I will. Lee. I will. <laughs> I'm not telling you then. I'll, I'll look at it myself. And you'll know. You'll never be able to find out unless <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> You're going to block my internet access, are you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, we'll see what happens with Kenobi. We're both excited for that. You're genuinely excited. Oh, yeah, I, do want, I do love myself some Lepi One. So yeah, and Ewan McGregor. So like, yeah, come on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that interview with Alec Guinness where he's talking about like Star Wars and the and he made a prediction like people are going to take it way too seriously, <laughs> read too much into it. That's really funny. He had the fans, didn't he? Yeah, uh, I guess he didn't like like. That that's his most iconic role, either. I guess, like yeah, in his that's... mind, he's just doing a fun little science fiction movie. Yeah, 
and just so happened to turn into the biggest movie of all time. <laughs> you got an Oscar nom, though. That's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah do you hear? Have you heard his story about the how he got like revenue, like two and a half percent of box office? Oh, bloody hell! Because he got two percent, and then George called him like just before the movie's going to come out, mm. and he's like, "Oh, I think it's going to be really great," you know. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, hey, we're so grateful uh, for all the stuff you've done for the movie and the, the changes to the script you suggested. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so we'd like to offer you another half percent of the revenue. And mm. you know, Alec Guinness is like, oh, thank you, George. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so that was just like an agreement between them. And yeah. then it's like a few weeks down the line, and it's like Star was making a lot of money. Um, so he says to one of the producers, you know, that, that, you know, extra incentive George offered before, mm. um, can we just get it in writing? <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, the extra quarter percent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you got oh. two and a quarter percent of the box office revenue. I mean, it's making that much money. Can't I give him the whole half percent? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm actually. I've, I've got a biography up on the in the cupboard as well of George Lucas, which I need to get around to reading because fascinating man. He's so interesting, isn't he? Yeah. This is the way his mind works. It's crazy. Yeah, and his his days at film school were kind of interesting to me, especially. He um because he he didn't want to be a filmmaker when he was a kid. He wanted to be a race car driver, and <laughs> he got in a really bad accident and couldn't do that any further, and he sort of fell into filmmaking. And apparently he'd he'd do stuff at, at uni, like. You yeah. Right there? <laughs> I'll just have a little sneeze. That's all right. You can do that. A little sneeze. Come on. I don't. I don't know what he did, but he's like sort of make fun of the lectures and stuff. And they would say you have to make a a ten minute film, and he would just go make like a half hour thing, <laughs> and then at the ten minute mark he put credit to, and so everyone's like, oh, it's finishing, and then it would start again. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Also, I love the story of um, Harrison Ford looking at the script of the first Star Wars film. You probably know what he says, but he says, George, you can write this shit, but you can't say it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think I saw, like, another interview about him. Like, he, like, sees dialogue in a movie as, like, akin to, like, score and that. Like, it's just an instrument to be used. So, yeah. His dialogue's not the best, but that's part of his charm, Lonnie. Yeah. Especially in the prequels. Yeah. I mean, again, since we were kids growing up watching those films, I don't have much of a problem with them. I don't recognise they're bad, but also it's like, I feel like we can say that because they're our films, but if someone else comes along and says it, it's like, you know, well, you know what, hang on. Hang on a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like the sand thing, I agree. I agree, Dylan. Yeah, it is coarse, rough, and irritating and gets everywhere. Yeah. And Not like a... Natalie Portman. She's everything soft and smooth. It's so true. And, like, he's creepy when he says that, but, you know, it's also, like, the difference between sand on a sunny beach in the Mediterranean versus sand in the desert planet I grew up on. Like, come on. Yeah. It's a fair enough just... point. Yeah, he's got bad memories associated with sand. He was a fucking slave. Yeah. Back off, everybody. And it's where his well, it's where his mother will die. So he'll definitely hate sand then. Mm. True. Have you heard that? Um, I think it's canon. Like, 
he goes back to the bloody Tatooine as mm. Darth Vader, um, just to slaughter just Tusken Raiders. Not really, comes comes yeah. back. Yeah, and so they see like Darth Vader as like this god of death. I think Jeez. it was in the Mr. Sunday Movies video. So, oh, okay, yeah. bloody hell. Yeah, it's interesting stuff. Do you think, are they going to go into this in Kenobi about why he never found Luke? Uh, like Vader never found mm. Luke? I mean, possibly. What do you mean? Why Why would he have found him? Look, did he know that he had a son out there? Or did that, he didn't know that? No. He, he no. thought she'd passed away, didn't he? Yeah. He thought they all died, yeah. Mm. I think that's what Palpatine said to him. Something like that. Space. Yeah, we'll see. I'm excited. And I guess Luke wasn't displaying force sensitivity, was he, necessarily? No. Um, plus, Hayden Christensen, Ewan McGregor, back together again. Mm. I'll take that. Okay. Every day of the week. Okay. <laughs> don't like Hayden Christensen? No, I don't mind him. Uh, there's actually, there are some films that he's in outside of Star Wars that seem quite interesting, which I want to get amongst at some point. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. Jumper. Well, that was actually a review I didn't mention last week in our Empire magazine. <laughs> they didn't yeah. mind it. Ah, uh, good on them. Hmm. But nah, good stuff. And you know what? No, I might get amongst it is Lonnie. What's that? Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> All right. All of Star Wars. Okay. I'll 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 definitely watch those episodes of Boba Fett. Okay. And will, you watch, will you ever watch any Clone Wars? Are you ever going to do that? Dude, if you made an episode of our podcast and gave me like a an arc to watch. You'd do it? I'd be down for it. Alright, we're doing that. You can't give me seasons one to seven. That might be a bit much. <laughs> no, no. I, probably the most arcs would be is like four episodes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Alright, cool. We'll have to do some thinking. We mm-hmm. might rewatch some of it. Alright, Lonnie, are we on the socials? Dylan, we are on the socials. Facey, Insta, Twitter. That's about it. But yeah, we're on them. (laughs) And people should like us and follow us and tell their mates about it, hey? Yeah, we're also on every podcast app you can imagine. We sure are. You got got Stitcher, we're there. Mm -hmm. SoundCloud, you'll see us. I mainly just go on the podcast app on my phone, though. But if you want to go on a special one, that's all. I'm not going to stop you. No, good on you, Lonnie. No, and thanks for listening, everybody. Good on you for that. And Mark the Man for the theme song. Oh, yeah. Every time. Never forget. Nails it, doesn't he? He does. He sits here in our studio all week waiting for us to come in. (laughs) Begs for food. We don't give him food. (laughs) We just make him play our song, let him go. (laughs) you can order yeah what's he want (laughs) all he needs water he's fine (laughs) look at him he just gave him some water he's laughing it up he's loving it he is (laughs) um I miss you man (laughs) I miss you man it got weird I'll tell you that much but it's a good riff I miss you, man, I miss you, I miss you, man, do I?
Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.